I'm here. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Hi, guys. Are you excited to hear us again? Cause oh uh, who are they? Cause we're back. <laughs> oh my goodness, y'all miss us. Y'all miss us. I know y'all miss us. Y'all miss us. Y'all do. How can you not? Look at us and hear us. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're back, guys. You know. <laughs> Life be lifing. You feel me? And we go with the flow. It's okay. We go with the flow. What matters is that we're here and we're now. And very on 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 topic, on theme with life, with lifing. Yeah. Um, our whole podcast is essentially a check-in. So you're not going to get like a weekly update because we're going to give you like a life update. Yeah. Because you know? it's been like two weeks, week and a half. They didn't hear us for one week, but we haven't filmed for two weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm all discombobulated. So we're no longer... Because we, we had a system going where we always had one in file mm-hmm. while we were recording. So we always had two at a time. Yeah. Which helped so they didn't miss out on two weeks. They That's true. They only missed out on oh, one. Sorry. But yeah. It's okay. We'll catch up. We'll catch up quick. Yes, we will. We will. We definitely will. Um. So yeah, you know, for my astrology girlies, y'all know a lot uh, is going on in the sky. A lot is happening energetically. This thing's going crazy. Yeah, a lot is happening. And then also, like, life is just happening. And I feel like life is happening for a lot of people. Mm. And for some people, the big transformations have been very promising. And for others, it's been... Um, not that it's not promising. I think they all will, like, lead to a better place. But the in the now, it's just shaking up everything. And that comes with discomfort it comes with a certain amount of pain um and so you know with all that going on we just want to have a conversation a vulnerable real conversation straightforward um about what life looks like for us and it's really about destigmatizing these types of conversations because Mm. we know we've heard it time and time again how Social media is a highlight, real social media is a highlight, but how many of us are doing things to combat that? Too. And so I think this conversation is great to just be real with y'all. Like, this is what life really looks like. While there's so many beautiful moments, there's so many highlights, there's so many gorgeous, you know, pieces of life. At the same time, at the very same time, you can be experiencing <laughs> heavy ass shit um, and things that are just, you know, shaking your world up. So this conversation is really about that. It's a conversation about being transparent and just you know challenging taboos like you know keep everything under wraps have a certain amount of privacy blah blah blah. and sure (laughs) i agree with that like you can have some privacy you know share as much as your of yourself as you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. but like i feel like the world will be better if we all are a lot more honest with others because that also forces us to be a lot more honest with ourselves um and i feel like it could you know it only goes up from there it does because i think allowing the space for yourself and others around you just literally is breaking down these taboos with one interaction at a time which is highlighting that life is not just a jolly good roll to the rainbow it's a fucking i don't even want to call it a cycle because i don't think it's a cycle that you know goes from good bad to Mm -hmm. gray to black to white to good again and like i don't think so but it might be honestly because it's it's a roller coaster for sure you're going "Mm -hmm." I think all things are happening at once. For like, sure. While you're, excuse me, while you're having your best joys, your highest highs, simultaneously you could be having your lowest lows. Yeah. At the same fucking time. <laughs> but that just shows you how interconnected we are and to just show up. Yeah, just show up. With bro. your heart for everybody. So the first question, naturally, 
is what's hard for us right now? I have some notes, and by some I mean a lot of notes. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to start or you wanted me to start. No, I would like for you to start because. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first, do you, oh, I have bullet points. Do you want me to go through all of them? Maybe. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that is kind of difficult for me right now, because like I was saying, life is happening for so many people and that includes so many people in my life right now. Life is happening happening okay i know a lot of people who are dealing with really big big emotions big things big transformations um and so one of the things that i'm finding difficult right now is finding the balance between being a safe space for others and not overextending myself um because i'm also i identify as an empath but I'm also really new at learning how to not internalize everything that's happening around me because part mm-hmm. of the reason that I am an empath is because of my childhood. And within that, my mom's emotions had to be everyone else's emotions in the house. So now I'm trying to learn how to deal with other people's big emotions without adopting them as my own or without conflating them in my mind as, oh, I am also going through this. Um, And so I'm trying to figure out a balance between being a safe space, being there for the people that I love without feeling like I also have to be sad or depressed or in a moment when I'm not. Mm -hmm. Or if I am in, you know, one of my lower moments, not to allow it to bring me lower. And yeah, so that's been really interesting. I don't want to leave myself depleted at any time. And I still want to maintain healthy boundaries um and you know be able to say when i can't hold someone else's pain yeah anymore i want to learn how to alchemize the energy rather than becoming attached to it and getting sucked into it i want to be there for people while remembering that ultimately they are not my responsibility and they must experience all of life and to love someone is to trust that they can handle what life is giving to them. To love someone is not trying to take on all their problems because then you're not really respecting them because you're not trusting that they are strong enough and they are capable. To love someone is to see them go through hard shit and just support them without trying to make life harder for yourself by taking on their you know, baggage. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult. That's really freaking difficult to see people you love go through a lot and have to stay kind of at a distance with it. Like be there for them support them witness all of it try to alchemize as much as you can but and then ultimately release it Mm. um and that's something i'm still learning how to do so that's been really difficult for me especially because i'm in more of a spring season and so i'm really excited for life right now at the same time that life is getting really difficult for other people because i feel like you know more recently when life was super difficult for me like it wasn't happening for other people and so now it seems like it kind of flipped a little bit and i don't know how to deal with that Mm. you know and a part of me feels kind of guilty for like feeling better right now like a part of me feels guilty for it and i don't and i know i shouldn't be like i know i don't have to feel guilty but it doesn't change the fact that sometimes that'll come up a little bit like an imposter syndrome almost can i just say real quick Mm -hmm. thank you for saying that because one i was going through what i was going through earlier this week and the way you responded to the message actually felt like a trigger i was i was upset 
because I felt like where was everybody? But mm-hmm. your reasoning for not immediately being like, oh my god, like come over, come like a savior type of yeah. energy mentality is totally reasonable because you can't always be there to save me, yeah. and it's not not that it's not nice but i shouldn't be expecting you to kind of always be there with a silver plate and platter like okay here i'm ready to listen to your yeah. stories i'm ready to be here and save you and and help you ultimately so thank you for saying that because i think that's one thing that's been a difficulty for me is not playing victim in my own mm. stuff that i'm going into where i'm like damn like why is nobody in my corner why that's is nobody big. here when i need them here mm. like where is everybody but knowing that Ultimately, this is a challenge I have to face right now that life is giving me because they say God is going to give you a challenge that you know you're strong enough to handle. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately kind of the mindset I've been trying to choose to look at this, but getting out of that people need to be there always to kind of come and save me or to go on this. This is big for me too because it feels very much like a cyclical thing where I was in the situation where I wanted to be saved also. Mm-hmm. And I also felt a lot of resentment towards everyone who wouldn't save yeah. me. And I felt that same thing, like, where is everyone right now when I need them? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, people, what I realized after the fact is that people were there in the capacity that, one, they were willing yes, to be, and two, that they had yeah. within them. And that is hard, especially when you are, like, healing victim mentality. Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy to be like, woo is me. I'm the only one experiencing this. And no one's there for me while other people are also experiencing their fair share Mm -hmm. of, like, shit. So I feel you. And thank you for saying that. Thank you for your honesty. Um, But, yeah, that's been, it's been really difficult dealing with that. And, like, finding a balance. Um, Another thing that's been hard is reminding myself that I'm worthy of both receiving money but also spending it um <laughs> i don't even want to talk about because <laughs> no. the amount of anxiety that wells up within me when i spend money <laughs> the idea unhealthy. of now that i'm working and money is coming in and i'm afraid to like yeah even be receiving it because i'm like exactly it's like it's crazy seeing the money that's coming in right now and realizing that i was very much comfortable with not receiving money oh wow yeah it was like almost as if like oh i'm not receiving it so i kind of don't have to deal with it and now Hmm. that i am receiving it it's like all right (laughs) okay So that's really interesting, too, because when I'm sitting with like, oh, why aren't my manifestations coming through? Yeah, it's very much like that's mine, girl. (laughs) Like you saying you want it, but the energy ain't matching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yo. So I'm reminding myself that money spent is not money lost. It's also not money wasted. That ultimately you're exchanging one valuable thing for another valuable thing. And of course, the value is all fake right like all of it is fake but it's all fake on the same plane so it is valuable to this so it's not i'm not losing this i'm exchanging it for a different energetic thing that i also see value in um and so i'm mm, implementing that the best i can because (laughs) like even with like this morning i got during i got duncan's oh my voice just you heard my voice i I get nervous about saying you spent the money on some duncan's today this morning and i was like sick (laughs) i was like sick that i spent that money um yeah um i'm not gonna lie that's how i've been feeling recently when i go buy stuff i'm just like i shouldn't because i'm deserving of spending the money i'm deserving like i'm in need of a coffee i wanted the coffee i'm in need i don't even have to need something in order to be deserving of it i'm deserving of spending the money and i'm also deserving of trusting that nothing 
I give will ever truly be lost to me. Mm. And that goes for all things. If I give love, I didn't lose love. If I give compassion, empathy, kindness, I didn't lose those things. If I give my time, I didn't lose it. I'm exchanging it for something that is of equal value. That's true. And so that's the mindset that I want to switch into. And it just honestly has just been really highlighting that I still got to heal this fucking relationship with money, bruv. <laughs> I say it's something I'm learning how to work with that energy. Yeah. But I, yeah, at this point, I'm admitting it. It's... I, yeah. It's winning. Not now, though. It was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not now. <laughs> not now. I'm learning. And I'm going to conquer. And I'm going to conquer. Yeah, man. <laughs> Another thing that I'm having a hard um, time with is being mindful of who I feel most drawn to. And just realizing that not everything is synchronistic. So it's Mm. so easy when you're wanting something, when it seems like synchronicities are coming up, that you're like, oh, it's meant to be, when really you could be getting synchronicities just because it's in the forefront of your mind, so you're noticing those things more. So it's not actually synchronistic. It's more so you shift your awareness to that very thing, and so you're going to see more of it. And it's really easy to affirm. Mm. Okay, I see harming pattern so for example if i'm like oh i really want ice cream but i shouldn't and then i start seeing some ads for ice cream i might be like oh synchronicity let me go get some ice cream when really it's just like no you're noticing this more because yeah you're you have it in the forefront of your mind the universe isn't saying get this you know like it, <laughs> that type of thing so it's that same thing except with the people that i'm attracting and also realizing or just recently i realized that one of the people that i'd attract attracted had a kink um a consent kink so that means a consent kink do you know what that is i know what a kink and a consent is but those two together i don't so a consent kink is where essentially sex looks like you like you're saying yeah it's like i want no the opposite that's what a consent kink is. So the thing about kinks and stuff like that, they typically stem from trauma. Okay. Uh, because what happens is there's a hole in your consciousness that your mind tries to make sense of. Yeah. Because you won't look at it. Yeah. Or because you can't look at it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just not safe enough for you to look at that. Mm-hmm. So with that hole in your subconscious, you try to fill it with shit. Yeah. And so a lot of the times for sexual assault, like traumas your subconscious fills it with kinks it makes Mm. it your kink so if you were trigger if you were sexually assaulted you could find that you have a consent kink okay yeah that makes sense um and so finding that out was very fucking triggering oh wow um because it made me wonder if that's why if that's part of the reason why we like had to like separate when we did because we never played with consent kink and if we had it would have been triggering as fuck for me Mm. um and i ultimately i kind of felt really disgusted to find that out like it made me like no way am i reading this right like no um and so that that made me think about like who i'm attracting in my life yeah and it made me think about like what i want to heal so i don't attract that in my life and so it made me think about like you know you know sexual assault and stuff like that and wanting to heal that part of myself so i'm not attracting people who also haven't healed their sexual assaults or who also aren't aware of their sexual assaults and so that (laughs) has not been um something i thought was gonna come up but definitely did 
definitely did. Um, another thing that is hard for me right now is learning to trust and surrender, fully releasing control and allowing myself to go with the flow and live by the principles of right effort and right living, which are Buddhist principles. Um, and remembering that a wise, a wise person does nothing and nothing is left undone to be a human being and not a human doing. And I feel like that's been a reoccurring, oh, sorry, Mm -hmm. a reoccurring thing that I have to, you know, like come into terms with like just really learning like instead of just saying i trust the universe and continuously being like i surrender all i surrender all to actually do that (laughs) like like very much so you know pessimism is around these words that's that's the reading way of tarot gave me that's that word that's sticking me yeah because it's that's that's been my problem is learning how to surrender and i recently listened to a podcast and it's not the word the way they broke down the word surrender it literally means um releasing yourself to a higher good mm-hmm, a higher power yeah. so it's not surrendering to like what is happening but you're ultimately giving believing it giving it up and knowing yeah. that there's something higher up there so That's, you're not surrendering your power you're yeah, just yeah exactly you're not surrendering your power you're yeah. surrendering your pain mm-hmm. and so there's i was listening to ram Dass's, um podcast and he was talking about surrendering and the way he was saying it was so beautiful like when you're dealing with anger being like you know Mother, I surrendered this to you too. Yeah. You're dealing with sadness. I surrendered this to you too. And just continuing to surrender all things that are not actually you. Envy, I surrender this to you too. And there's this thing that he says often, yes in that too. Yes Yes in in that that too. And so it's like this, like, I'm aware of you and I'm releasing you. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of you and I'm releasing you. And that's such a beautiful way to look at surrendering. It's not just like, I'm, it's not, I'm not doing anything. It's very much an action word. I am giving giving. everything that is no longer serving me. I am giving things that are not of my highest good. Mm -hmm. I am giving things that are not serving me to someone who can hold it, to an energy that can hold it and that wants to, but is just simply waiting for me to actually give it. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing with free will. Anything that you believe in cannot interfere because we have free will. So you have to willingly give up the pain, the suffering, the anger the the envy all of that you have to willingly give it up and so that's been something and then just the idea of right effort and right living it's very much it coincides with the idea of middle path like just being on the middle path okay not swinging on either ends of the the spectrum just right living right effort i'm not doing anything but yet nothing is being left undone hmm that's something to kind of that's a lot it's it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> that's a you're lot. not saying a lot but it says a lot it you know lot. yeah okay to not do anything yet leave nothing undone that's exactly what i'm saying because oh. i'm okay like absolutely that's exactly what soft living is that's exactly how we should yeah because <laughs> like, yeah you should always be doing something because even when you're not doing something that still results in an action so the thing is it's not that you're doing anything you're not doing anything you're flowing and so things will happen as they need to but you're not I doing because as soon as you start doing you're typically not doing what you need to be doing anyways <laughs> oh, i see i see yes <laughs> when you start doing you start interfering <laughs> with the divine plan um but it's also not so it's not you're not lazy either you're not just sitting around and letting life happen to you either it's a beautiful thing, balance yeah. of like being perfectly in between mm-hmm. and being on the, the middle passage Ugh delicious 
Um, another thing that has been difficult for me is just finding out what conditionings I'm holding on to that are preventing my manifestations to come through, which was relating to those other ones, like saying I want, you know, my life partner, my soulmate, but then also just realizing like, oh, I don't want to keep attracting that. Yeah. And then like the money thing, like saying I want to have success and live comfortably and be able to you know travel and do the things that i want to do but then having this fear of money and fear of spending money and anxiety and worry around money like i'm trying to figure out what i what's back there yeah um, you know that's blocking the things that i'm worthy and deserving of um so that's been me that's been me literally <laughs> it's like now that what it's the conditioning that I grew up around that things have to be a certain way and mm. what's deemed socially acceptable and what's yeah. not, especially around career. Now that I'm done with school, now that we're embarking on this journey come of like a few months, yep. I'm combating. I'm literally sitting here like, am I being a failure to mm. X, Y, and Z? Like literally not even to myself, to X, Y, and Z. Like I'm not even like, I don't feel like a failure to myself, but I'm literally thinking like, I went to school. I should be working a nine to five, but I don't. But like, what is this? Mm -hmm. So just trying to deprogram myself has been my difficulties or accepting that this is my life path mm -hmm. and I'm doing something right. Cause I, it feels true to me, you yeah. know, that's real. This is my life path. Um, another thing that's hard for me right now is releasing the need to ask all the questions and do all the reflecting as it comes from a place of control. Hmm. I think a beautiful thing about right living and right effort is that if you want to, free will, if you want to, you can do all the question asking, you can ask all the why, what's, how's, you could you could reflect all of that, and, and, and a lot of times it is really necessary, but it's when you start to do that to your own detriment that it it's not coming from a pure place anymore. Mm. There's this, um, there's a podcast that Ram Dass does, and he talks about every pure action is a pure action is an action without a motivation a pure action is action without motivation so even something that you think is good if you have a motivation behind that it's not a pure action it's not okay so like for example if i'm nice to people because i wanted to go to heaven that's not pure action mm -mm. because there's a motivation or if i don't kill you because i don't want to go to jail that's not a pure action i'm doing it for motivation um and so when i'm asking questions of like why what what does this mean all of that it, is it an unmotivated question mm. and typically it's not typically i want to feel control yeah. i want to feel a sense of understanding i want to feel okay and it's a it's a motive it's motivated by mm -hmm. something and it's always motivated by ego mm. and so like we love the ego <laughs> Bestie. Me and the ego can really tussle. Cause no, you gotta be that. You gotta be friending. Like literally, no. be friends with it and be friending it. No, no. me and her can really go. I don't care. <laughs> she listen. She's there to ultimately help us. Everybody. She is there. She is literally like a shadow that's ultimately trying to help you by shining light on the shadow parts you have within yeah. you and still keeping you showing up in society. The with the bullshit. Is the same force that is your spirit god the same force that is your protectors your angels is your ego 
It's just the side you don't like to deal with. Honestly. I swear the ego's honestly the side that shows yeah. in with the society, the real life bullshit we see here. And yeah. then we talk to our higher selves, our angel selves as like, we can't see you and you're you're where we're trying to reach the divine self within us. Oh. I know. And it's like no. We're giving you tools. Girl. We, we're hate- Listen, you gotta- just because you don't like how it's showing up doesn't mean it's not from us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's too. Um, another thing that's difficult is healing sexual traumas, which connects to the other one. Um, and learning to leave the fantasy world when it isn't for creating <laughs> and to ground deeply into the present. Girl, mm-hmm. tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a challenge of my everyday life as a Gemini. And realizing that I didn't used to think I lived so much in my head. But I am the definition of having a north, whatever node in Pisces, Gemini, and then all this extra shit. But even aside from that, I live in my head. Yeah. Like, I'm a storyteller in my motherfucking head. Yeah. Same. I call myself a balloon now. Like, someone needs to come grab my string and bring me back down to earth because, like, I'm up here. The T is, like, it's so useful when I'm writing, like, my poetry or I'm doing, I'm drawing or painting or whatever. Yeah. But as soon as I'm not in that creative space, I need to stop. I need, that's where it needs to stop. <laughs> like, but let me know when you figure out how to draw that line. Oh, yeah. Like, because, uh-uh, <laughs> like, girl, I'll be there all day. Like, once I let y'all know, once I figure it out, y'all will be the first to know. <laughs> like, yo. But if anyone figures it out before me, y'all better let me know, the fuck. <laughs> um, another thing that is difficult for me or that is hard for me is learning to be sensual, learning to be a sensual being. Because while I do consider myself a multi-dimensional being, ultimately my body, this body does reside in a sensory world. So mm. learning to appreciate my senses, all of them. Yes. Um, and I think that's part of the, the chain, right? I need to get out of my head to come back into the body so that way I can ultimately leave the body and go into what's actually real, which is beyond this body, which mm-hmm. is beyond everything here. But I can't do that if I don't first come back into the body, which is why I'm meditating. That's typically what you do. Yeah. You come from the head to the body, and then from there you can astral project and all of these things, talk to divinity and stuff like that. But it's all about coming back here first. So I want to learn to be the central being, sensual being that I am so that way I can move past that move beyond it in a sense but also to romanticize and glorify my life because sometimes I feel like I really have it and then at other times I kind of forget how to do it yeah. <laughs> like no yeah so. that's that's been my I think a recent difficulty is embracing mm. and highlighting the good that's around me because I'm programmed to only focus on the negative and the bad yep. that yep. I will overlook all the good that's literally coming in my life and just kind of be like well this is yeah. shit and keep going yeah. down so getting out of that programming that I have that's real though like being able to be in the shit mm-hmm. and still be like wow at least I'm shit in the middle of this meadow like <laughs> <laughs> like at least the scenery is good See, you know yeah. <laughs> I, I just try and tell myself it's a moment in time and it happened and let's just keep going yeah. like you just keep chugging through it because like it already yeah. happened and that's it that's there's a really great saying that hatomi always says allowing your karmas to come through while knowing you're already past them Ooh. Mm-hmm. i felt that mm. i felt that one it was another one actually today that she said on her story oh my god it was something like she's like allow all the feelings to come in because without like trying to label them not mm-hmm. all feelings need stories 
That's oh. what she said. Not all okay. feelings need stories. And I was like, yes. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. That's that's an immediate yes. Oh my gosh. Because I, I think that's, we do that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think something's, it's, what is it? What's difficult for me? Yeah. <clears throat> what's hard for you right now? So what's hard for me right now is first thing that's coming to my mind is allowing myself to experience grief mm. and my emotions overall. Mm-hmm. Um it's always been something that's really hard to just allow myself to kind of cry or just to even be and mm-hmm. even share a space like that. I actually recently was crying with Tyrese and I was like, I'm so sorry that I'm having this moment with you. And he's like, why are you apologizing? Like, what? Mm-hmm. So just knowing that I can do that or experience these feelings, I should honestly feel grateful for it because mm-hmm. we're human and it's something that comes with it. But it's definitely been challenging to let myself feel that. Um Something else that's been really challenging is allowing myself to feel joy and pleasure. Mm. I've been exploring more with my toys. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I actually am catching myself like pulling away no when way. I feel like I'm reaching a pivot. Like oh. if it's too much. So that's been something that I am kind of now wondering like, have I always been the reason why I haven't allowed myself to reach a point or a yeah. climax or like, do I squirm away from it? Because there's a lot in it. And I was just like, so why am I not allowing myself to feel good right now? Wow. So that's been a taboo. Maybe it's not even a taboo. Maybe I'm programmed to like, you know, be a woman that's not here to feel anything mm, that yep. I can't even yep. allow myself to feel it myself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. I think another difficulty what is what's something that's hard for you right now um, let me see um staying present and learning how to balance life because i am a extender so i definitely i'm so used to extending myself Mm -hmm. and now being back with the life well what feels like life i've already started extending extending myself that I don't no longer have a morning routine or something that grounds me. Mm, So I've literally like lost all sense of me or what brings Mm. me joy um, to just keep showing up in like the real world. And Mm. my therapist was like, yeah, that's you numbing. So (laughs) she's like, this is a form of you numbing. That'd be it. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's another difficulty is my coping mechanisms. (laughs) I'm figuring that out. But I think those are a few of them that's coming to me. I'm not over that sex toy one. Yeah, That's it was. It's amazing. really interesting, and I don't. I don't know. That's really crazy to me because that makes me wonder. Like, is that why I threw away mine? Was that actually the reason? Was I not allowing myself to experience all the joy that I could experience? Probably because you felt like it was too much, or you were yeah. doing it too much. And who's who's the judge of that? And who was judging that? <sighs> Every time you think. Unlock a new level. <laughs> I said, but wait, there's more. Literally. <laughs> Next level, ready? Level up. Oh, ciao. Anyways, oh. <laughs> so now we have three questions that we want to go through super quick. Three more questions. Ultimately, we're going to answer four questions. Um, no. Maybe five questions. That's the total questions. So this is the next um, chapter, if you will. But the first question is, where are you being called to fall back into faith and lean into trust? 
part of me just wants to save it my whole life honestly that's valid if that's your truth that's i your think truth. that's literally everything because i think with everything that just happened like in my household and everything that's overall happening mm-hmm. it's leaving me a point to question what am i here to do mm-hmm. because i feel like we can plan our life so much and have these expectations these goals that we're reaching towards but then i i don't know if it's me that it all took a 360 what i thought was meaningful to me or what mm-hmm. i thought was my goals are no longer true to me mm-hmm. you know what i thought i wanted to do is no longer it mm-hmm. and then not having a clear-cut path gives me a little i'm nervous for that because mm-hmm. i'm like where is my next step so literally falling into the uni- like faith in the universe that yeah. it's gonna work out and that i yeah. don't need things to be traditional or to be for others but it's for me yeah so overall life <laughs> that's real yeah that's really real um mine is really similar um i'm falling back into faith of the universe god and trusting that the entire universe is truly conspiring for my success that i really am highly blessed and highly favored that everything is perfect and will unfold perfectly for me um that life is fair yeah it's that whole rhetoric of life isn't fair no it is fair it is I don't, yeah, because I'm, I'm so, so grateful after everything, even the predicaments that I'm in. I'm still so grateful for being here, the 23 years I've lived so far, regardless of all that's happened. But overall, I'm so grateful. Especially because in the moment when we're like, oh, sorry. In the moment where we're like, this isn't fair. Like, why has this happened to me? Like, all of your beliefs can lead into your, your answer. Yeah. For me, the belief is that my soul literally signed up for this. To become more of a realized soul. Mm-hmm. To continue to grow yeah. soul-wise. To yeah. continue to evolve. And so it looked at this life. <laughs> and was like, we're doing it. It looked at this life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a follow-up for this shit. <laughs> Yo, the way you looked into the, into the room, you was like... Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yo, there's this one thing, this one line that he says. Tell me it's close. (laughs) Tell me. But we are also programmed to only look at the negative. Mm, That's true. Based off our past lived experiences. Remember that, y'all. And also. These are neurons. You can change it. Not even that, but also because, um that's how we survive that's our our survival yeah that water really splashed me oh my god what is it Mm, yeah listen to this i'm gonna read a part of it there's nothing in your mind you have not invited in there's no event in your life you in some way did not drive a hard bargain for. Okay. <laughs> like I know. My soul looked at this life and said, that's exactly what I need to get to the next level, to get closer to beloved, to get closer to God, get to get closer to my truest self. Yeah. And it looked at the entirety of how it's gonna unfold and said yes. And so I have to trust in that. Even if it don't feel like it (laughs) even if we feel like it's not quote-unquote fair but yeah it absolutely is 
<laughs> was this a contract or can I? <laughs> can I leave? Oh my god, that's so silly. That's so silly to me. Okay, what vision for your life or dream for the world is in need of resurrection and renewal? I have a dream, and I that we all deserve to be happy, pure, true to ourselves, our light. And I believe that my life is to get that for myself and everybody else mm-hmm. with it. How? I've tinkered ideas, and I think what I need to do is make my tinkering into fruition and mm-hmm. not just a simple tinker. Mm-hmm. Um so ideas of me showing up and being for the community and being with the community not allowing my fear to hold me back from that Mm. and knowing that i can still show up with how i am and the tools i have and know that since my best interest is there that that can actually happen for those and it's something that i have to hold true to myself and not not let my fear get me because she'll be winning i feel that the vision for my life that is in need of renewal is my idea about my ideas about my purpose and finding my life partner. I have no singular purpose and a lot of my purpose could be could very much remain unbeknownst to me while I'm in this body. And while the pursuit of great love is a noble one, I must search for that great love in myself and in God and in, and trust that the deeper my love runs and the more pure and unconditional and healthy and safe for those things, I will perfectly reflect that love outward and all things in my life will mirror that back to me. So long as I continue looking outside of myself, the people I attract will mirror the need and lack and fear that resides within me. Mm. The vision of the world that needs renewal um is that no one is wrong bad evil etc and i need to believe that in my entire being and live it not just say and think it yeah hello (laughs) didn't that sound like something (laughs) yes (laughs) you got something to say to that jesus that's your confirmation there you go like yes girl this morning this beautiful ass bird literally landed right there. So it was closed like this, and it looked like this bird was in my room. The shadow of it was fucking huge. So I, naturally, I opened this shit, and I opened it abruptly. Didn't didn't fly away. Stayed there, pivoted, looked me in my fucking eye, and then flew away. If you don't stop speaking to me and birds, <laughs> you get birds. I get numbers. Lately, I've been getting birds. The owl. I every time it fucking hoots and I don't see it, something happens. It's been time after time. Yesterday I heard another hoot and I was like, please, please, I cannot. Please. You must be the bearer of bad news, but like these are your warning and you. I don't want to be. And it's like I keep being the one to witness it first, whatever it is. Whatever it is, I'm like, please stop. That's please stop. Insane. Immediately, no. Because the last time you, I didn't call. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> no, girl. This is this, this is your power. You tapping into something. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm like, since when have there been so many fucking owls in the high part? Tell me when. Tell they should have been out before in the wintertime. Why are they out now? Why are there uh, Why are there owls in High Park? This is the city. They shouldn't be this over here. This is High Park. <laughs> like, where are you? Why are you here? This doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural. <laughs> Maybe they're not here and you're hearing them. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> That's worse. 
That's definitely worse. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay. In what areas of your life are you being asked to plant the seeds of forgiveness, compassion, and hope? Oh, get into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Areas in my life that are being asked to plant the seeds of forgiveness, mm-hmm. I think would have to be immediately. Immediately. Immediately my household. Yeah. Immediately my parents. Um, mm-hmm. To forgive them over... Um, no. What I need to give them is compassion, not forgiveness. Mm. They need compassion because I, I understand where they're coming from. I understand enough that all I need to do simply is show up with compassion and love, mm. not to forgiveness. Two, plant the seeds of forgiveness for myself for every time I beat myself up for solely showing up in the ways I'm protecting myself out mm-hmm. of bad, like old ways mm-hmm. and not having new ways to protect myself and show up and being so mad about myself for reacting the way I react, but knowing mm-hmm. it's solely just to protect me and that's the only way I know how to. Yeah. So giving myself forgiveness in those areas and then compassion, hope, planting the seed for hope. I think, would it be like, can I say in the few? No, because then I'm jumping. So I want to plant the seed in hope with life, but overall myself and hope that I don't steer off. Knowing me and knowing my impulses and knowing how I already now am, I have hope that I can stay back in this middle plane of a, of a track and staying there or hope to get back to what was grounding me once. Mm-hmm. Um, to my true self to just get that hope that it's always going to be there that i'm not alone on this journey is my ultimate hope mm-hmm. so i'm being asked to plant the seed of forgiveness in my past and my childhood traumas and pain to forgive my mom and dad for being terrible parents <laughs> while understanding that for whatever reason they were perfect parents for me mm. for what my soul needed to accomplish in this life I need to forgive myself for the times that I didn't listen to my intuition and gut that led into me experiencing more pain and suffering than was necessary. The areas in my life that I'm being asked to plant the seed of hope and compassion is every single area. <laughs> I'm, being at, I'm being called to deepen my hope and faith and compassion and empathy in all aspects of my life. Overall, I feel that uh, last one with the whole... That's a- yes. <laughs> um i okay so final question and i hope that you guys take these questions on maybe journal about it maybe just sit and contemplate on them or maybe you choose a question a day for the next couple of days and just allow that question to guide you through your day um i choose to rebirth my life by i feel like these are really good questions now just overall just to say because i feel like the point and we are astrologically and everything these are really good questions to just kind of sit with side note (laughs) um um i choose to rebirth my life by by i choose to rebirth my life by not being so scared and allowing fear to control me Mm. i choose to step into what rings true to me and knowing that i have all the tools that are within me meaning i choose to show up and with the best intention and hope that what i'm doing is ultimately for me 
I rebirthed by not choosing to sit with what is old and comfortable because it's my norm and choosing to be with life, how it's always changing and evolving mm-hmm. and growing and literally being with that ebb and the flow. I rebirthed by knowing I'm not limit to the limits that I place in my head mm-hmm. and getting out of this rut that I tend to find myself in or in these cycles, um, nor being so scared of what comes up with it and knowing that I'm ultimately stronger than I think I am sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a complete rebirth of seeing the person that I am coming into be and accepting that and not being afraid of it or being afraid of any sort of judgment that comes with it or what comes after so my greatest potential but knowing that I can just step into that and be that new birth of myself ultimately those were beautiful thank you (laughs) those were really beautiful they felt like mantras I mean yeah (laughs) really gorgeous um I choose to rebirth my life by rising in love with myself with this infinite present moment with God by being present and continuing to be a student and master in all things at once, by trusting and surrendering, by loving deeply, purely, unconditionally, infinitely, without expectations, by living life fully, authentically, honestly, wildly, by mattering, which is to say making every moment, every interaction, and every experience the most important and intentional occurrence of the present moment to me. Without attachment and clinging. Yeah. That was an amazing last question. It was an amazing podcast. This was. It was really nice. I really like this one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad we picked up here. This was a great place. This was a great place to pick up and I think to just give it back to the people. You want to know what's really dope? Mm-hmm. We were going to do this topic two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But how perfect is the timing? It's absolutely perfect. Literally. Astrologically, life-wise, I think this is... Literally everything that is happening is happening exactly as it should. Without a doubt. And I don't question it. I don't. Even if I do question <laughs> I'm releasing my trust and my faith into the universe because yes. I cannot do it anymore. And this too. <laughs> You can have it all. For free. For free. No, because I like you. Because I like you, you can have it for free. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Guys. That's everything. uh, I'm literally sending you guys a big-ass hug because I know a lot of us need it right now. And even if it's a congratulatory hug, even if things are going really great for you, I'm sending you a big-ass congratulatory hug. Congratulations on the growth of your life. I'm celebrating um, the wins and the yeah. loses, the losses, the ups and the downs, yeah. but we're here. So yeah. please show up with compassion and love to everybody you come across. Yo, it's free. <laughs> it's free to do it. Choose to do it. it make you feel good too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and love in its very nature is reciprocated, so. Mm. Yeah, guys. And that's all, folks. So Much love. love. Bye. Bye.